What is going on, folks at home? Folks at home, it is me, the one and only John Halloran. Welcome back to an episode of Take the Lead. If you guys want to follow my social media, it's been the same, but you guys don't follow it, but you know what? It's fine. The uh, My Instagram is John Halloran15, the Twitter is Unabar John Unabar or Halloran. If you guys want to follow the Take the Lead social media, is both uh, TTL Pod on both Instagram and Twitter. Uh, we have the NBA draft on Thursday. I've watched most of it. I think I watched up into the 28th pick. And after that, I was like, screw this, I'm going to bed. Um, anyways, Magic kicked off the draft, selecting, uh, Paolo ben, uh, Benincheo from Duke. Uh, Jeff, uh, present factual operations for the Magic, uh, Jeff, uh, Waltman, uh, Waltman said, um, when you're playing poker, you don't put your cards on the table, uh, right? Um, he's, uh, he's at least one done, uh, one, the latest one done, uh, prospects to come out, uh, to come out of Duke. And he's six foot ten, uh, was the lead option of explosive Duke offense, averaging 17.2 points, 7.8 rebounds, 3.2 assists, over 39 appearances last season. He finished fourth in ACC in uh, free throw attempts, 188, and 10th in blocks. His uh, strong uh, regular season earned his him uh, ACC uh, Rookie of the Year, an All-ACC uh, first-team. Uh, all, all first team. Uh, he validated his game in the NCAA tournament, helping Duke earn a Final Four berth. The former five-star recruit posted 18.50% shooting, including uh, a sizzling 52.6% mark on nearly uh, four triples per game. Uh, he has a couple of strength and weaknesses. Uh, I'm going to go over the strength and weaknesses for the first three picks. I'm not going to do every single player because that'll just take forever. So his couple of his strengths is a uh, mix of quickness and strength creates mismatch for opposing uh, big men. His assortment of back-to-back, uh, back-to-basket moves finishes well through the contact. Efficient mid-range scorer uses crafty footwork to create his uh, his own shot. Great passer for his size. Saw ball handling skills allow him to uh, integrate fast breaks or pick and roll. His weaknesses are uh, drives recklessly to the rim at times. Uh, defensive effort and focusing. Uh, Flashing too often, needs to improve off-handing finishing, coughs up the rock frequently, registering fifth most turnovers in ACC uh, last season. I was kind of surprised by this pick. I thought Chet was going to go number uh, number one, but obviously Magic see much more in Paulo uh, uh, Manchurio. I mean, he's 6'10", he's a big dude, uh, 250 pound, uh, 250 pounds. His wingspan is 7'1", uh, so I mean, I mean, he put up good numbers in college. I know college and NBA are completely different. But obviously, the Magic sees something in him. Um, then, like I said, the uh, Thunder selected uh, Chad Holmgren with the uh, with the uh, second pick. Um, you know, a couple of his uh, strengths is finesse, uh, fantastic shot blocking ability to uh, uh, fantastic shot blocking ability thanks to timing, insistence, and a lengthy wingspan. Uh, strength his game. Uh, strengths his game to the three point line on occasion. Can run the floor. Uh, can run the floor with grind and skill. Uh, garden like skill. My bad. Able to switch out the uh, perimeter and hold his own against smaller but quicker opponents. Processes. Uh, processes a great touch around. Uh, around him, around the rim. Uh, his weakness is uh, limited questions to whether he's strong. He's strong enough to battle with the uh, savage NBA bigs. I mean, he is pretty. You no, know, for being um. Uh, seven feet. He's he's pretty skinny. He doesn't look like he has a lot of muscle, but obviously with being how young he is, he still can you know, build up muscle. Um, average just three point one trips to the line, shooting uh, mediocre seven point seven one point seven percent. Can shy away from contact at times, especially when screening. Improving career in half court settings where he tends to work as better as a finisher. Um, no, he put up uh he put up a uh double double per game 
double-double per game, averaging 14.1 points, a 9.9 rebound, 7, 3.7 blocks, 1.9 assists. Um, shooting, uh, he shoots about 39% on 3.3 uh, per contest. Uh, no, I thought he was going to go number one, but uh, I think... Uh, I know I, I have feeling he I have feeling he's gonna have a good career in the NBA, decent career in the NBA. But like I said, he's probably got to build uh build at least some muscle on. Uh, then I'm surprised that Jabari uh, Smith Jr. last in the third pick. Um, you know, a lot of people project him to go number one. Uh, you know some of his strengths is well above average size and uh, length for a wing player, knockdown shooter from three point line. Um, Tough uh, shot maker with the uh, defenders in his face due to high uh, release point. A uh, fluid uh, coordinated athletic uh, athlete with a Cajun explosive uh, burst. One of the youngest players selected in the top of the draft. A couple of weaknesses doesn't uh, doesn't always uh, make great decision when uh, shot decision. Can struggle to generate plays uh, for others off the dribble. Needs to finish better at the rim. He uh, shoots 43.5% uh, from the uh, two-point range. He run, uh, runs the risk of uh, being a tweener as an oversized wing who lacks uh, strength of a big. Um... I like this pick for the uh, Rockets. No, six foot ten. Uh, his wingspan seven foot uh, one. Um, after uh, sitting outside the uh, top five high school suits, earning the uh, 20, 21, uh, 21, 22 college basketball season, Smith uh, flashed uh, potential as a high level scorer and defender. Uh, a, like I said, six foot ten. Uh, a sh he shot a sparkling forty two percent over three. Forty two percent. On over five three-point attempts per game, Alabama uh, at Auburn, while uh, averaging uh, over a block in per seal per contest, um, not a bad not a bad pick for the Rockets. I actually like this pick for them. <clears throat> now I'm gonna uh, read uh, a couple of the uh, other picks that happened. Uh, So the Kings drafted uh, Keegan uh, Murray out of uh, uh, Iowa at number four. Number five, the Pistons drafted uh, Jaden Avery, six foot four point guard out of Purdue. Um, the Pacers drafted uh, uh, Benedict uh, Mothran, I believe how to say his name, six foot six wing, uh, played at uh, Arizona. Uh, the Trailblazers drafted uh, Sheedon uh, Sharp, six foot five wing, uh, Kentucky, but he did not. Uh, this looks like he did not play. Um, Pelicans drafted uh, Dyson Daniel, six foot seven, uh, played in the G League. Um, Spurs drafted our uh, Jeremy uh, Shohan, uh, six foot nine wing, uh, played at Baylor. Uh, Wizards drafted Johnny Davis, six foot guard out of Wisconsin. Knicks draft well. Knicks they traded the uh, pick. Uh, they traded the pick to the Thunder. Uh, Osame Dang, uh, nineteen uh, from New Zealand Breakers. Uh, Thunder with another pick drafted uh, Jalen Williams, six foot six uh, wing out of Santa Clara. The uh, Hornets uh, drafted uh, Jalen Duran, uh, six foot eleven center from Memphis, and it looks like um, they traded uh, to the Pistons. Uh, uh, Cleveland Cavaliers drafted uh, Ochi. Uh, Ochi. Uh, uh, I'm going to botch his name completely. Uh, six foot five uh, wing. Uh, Hornets with another pick drafted uh, Mark Williams, seven foot two, uh, sophomore out of Duke. Uh, Atlanta drafted AJ Griffin, six foot six, wing out of Duke, another Duke uh, player. Uh, Houston drafted uh, Terry Easton, six foot eight, Ford out of LSU. Uh, the Bulls drafted uh, Dalen Derry, six foot seven, uh, Dalen Terry, a six foot seven, wing out of Arizona, another Arizona player went. 
Uh, Minnesota um, drafted uh, Jake uh, Laveria, uh, six foot eight forward at uh, uh, Indiana State. Uh, Spurs again. I think the Spurs had three picks in the first round. Drafted uh, Minclair uh, Barnum, six foot five wing at uh, Ohio State. Nuggets drafted Christian Braun, a six foot seven wing out of Kansas. Uh, Grizzlies uh, ended up dra- uh, drafting Walker Kessler. And they, um, sorry, guys, I'm all over the place. Um, so the Grizzlies uh, drafted uh, Walker Kessler. They ended up trading him to the uh, Timberwolves. He's a seven foot one center. That's a big boy out of Auburn. Uh, Sixers drafted David Rudy, six foot six uh, forward out of uh, Colorado State. Um, Milwaukee drafted uh, Merjon uh, Barnum-Trump, uh, six foot six wing. Played in the uh, G League uh, Ignite. Uh, Spurs again drafted Blake Wesley, six foot four guard at Notre Dame. Uh, Houston uh, drafted uh, Wendell Moore Jr., but uh, was poorly traded to the uh, Timbers via um, the Mavericks. He's a six foot six wing at a Duke, another Duke player. My he, Miami he drafted uh, Nikolai Jovich, uh, 19 years old, at a uh, played at um, Mega Basket. Uh, Wizard uh, Wizards uh, Warriors drafted uh, Patrick Baldwin Jr. Six foot ten four out of Milwaukee. Uh, Memphis drafted uh, Ty Ty Washington, six foot three guard out of Kentucky. Reportedly traded to the uh, Rockets. Riva uh, Timberwolves. Um, the Denver, Denver Nuggets drafted our Perch, uh, Peyton Watson, six foot eight, uh, wing at LSU. Uh, Indiana Pacers drafted, um, Andrew, uh, Nimbler, uh, Nimhard, uh, six foot four guard at a Gonzaga. Uh, and the, uh, Lando Magic drafted, uh, Caleb, uh, Houston, six foot eight wing, um, out of Michigan. Um, as you, obviously, obviously you guys can tell Ryan's not on this, uh, episode again, but that's okay. Uh. Anyway, since that's over, uh, Andrew Wiggins um, says his uh, says contract extension with Warriors. I, I I would love to stay here. Um, and would you like an extension yourself? You're you're certainly you're eligible for one. I would love to stay here. You know, being here is this is top notch. You know, here you know the way they treat the players, the way they treat your family. You know, we're we're all one big family. You know, I've like a lot of places might say that but here they, they their actions show it so i would i would love to say here no uh, andrew wiggins was he, he was a huge part in this um you know run for the warriors uh he flourished in his role with the warriors you know, this past season uh starting in his first all-star game uh golden state axe wiggins to guard uh premier players in the playoffs including luka donich great job shutting uh luka donich down did a fantastic job Jason shutting Jason Tan down. He pretty much owned Jason Tan the whole finals. Shut down Jalen Brown. He also contributed 16.5 points, 7.5 rebounds, 1.8 assists, and a steal and a block during the Warriors Championship run. Um, no, it's he was a big involvement in the um the Warriors Championship run. And uh no, if I'm the Warriors, I obviously keep him. You no, know, make another run out of the championship. I know this team is still hungry. They probably want more championships, and he was a key piece. So, you know, why let him walk? You no, know, extend him. You no, know, let him stay. He's only 27. He had a fantastic season this year. Uh, you no, know, why let him walk? Um, you no, know, keep him. Keep him. Um, like I say he shut down three good players in Luka, Jalen Brown, and Jason Tatum. But uh, I think the Warriors would be crazy not to extend him. But uh, obviously, we should see. 
Also, uh, Kevin Durant is weighing the Nets' future and the pension, uh, Kyrie Irving exit, which I'm going to get to. Um, Durant did not inf- uh, has not informed the Nets that he will crest a trade if Irving leaves. Uh, reported Thursday, uh, but the two-time NBA Finals MVP will reportedly want to know how uh, the front office plans to retool the roster ar- around him if uh, Kyrie does leave. Irving and the Nets reportedly integrations to keep the 30-year-old in Brooklyn beyond the uh, beyond the 36.5 million player option he owes for next season. Um, however, if they cannot reach the agreement, both parties uh, can collaborate on a trade sending uh, Irving elsewhere by having him extend the option. Um, you know, this is this is pretty big. Um, you know, both these, you know, both Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant want to team up with each other. Then, you know, they bring in James Harden to start this big three. And look what happened with this big three. It went nowhere. I think they played like, what, 13, 14, 15, 16 games together, something like that. That you, If you have a history of all these big threes, you know, this is probably one of the worst ones, one of the worst ones that's ever happened. I mean, you can, I mean, this is going to be one of the top five worst big threes of all time. You know, they they set out to play together. They set out to bring championships to Brooklyn, and they, they didn't even do that. I think the furthest they made it as a big three, if I'm not mistaken, I might be wrong, I think the furthest they made it as a big three is when they lost in the second round of the playoffs last year to Milwaukee. Obviously, we saw Kevin uh, James Harden get traded. Uh, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving and the Nets team got swept by the Celtics in the first round. This just this Nets team fell apart. And then bringing Ben Simmons to hopefully start a new big three. Now there's rumors that Kyrie might leave. Now there's rumors that Kevin Durant might leave. Now, what do they do with Ben Simmons? Now, let's say both these players leave. What do they do with Ben Simmons? You know, they obviously, Brooklyn had this mindset of bringing championships to Brooklyn, and that blew up in their face. This was a huge letdown. I'm not saying that Kyrie, I mean, it's not, I mean, it's all set in stone that Kyrie's going to leave just yet. It's obviously he still might stay, but if he does leave, this was a huge, a huge fail for the, uh, for the Brooklyn Nets. Um... You know, they joined the Nets in 2019 season were expected to like, usher success in the era of the franchise. Nets, however, haven't found consistency with the two co-stars, both signed at multiple occasions due to injuries, followed by uh, Irving's ascendant absence last season due to a result of not being vaccinated. Uh, both players are uh, originally uh, penned four-year pen four deals containing a player option for 2023. However, Durant agreed to a four-year $124 million extension last summer, keeping him under contract through the uh, 25-26 season. Um, yeah, it's just, I, what a blow up, I mean, this blew up in their face, this did just not go the way they thought it would, um, I did have a list of potential teams where, uh, Kevin Durant might end up, um, let me pull it up real quick. All right, bear with me here. All right, so uh, these are ranking his um, all 2019's plus destinations for uh, Kevin Durant. Obviously, he wouldn't be interested in going to Sacramento. Sacramento has been a dumpster fire ever since whoever knows how long. Uh, Pacers, they're going through a rebuild. Magic, they've been going through a rebuild forever. Spurs, they're going through a rebuild. Uh, the Hornets, he probably wouldn't want to play there. Um, 
it's not the right time. Pistons, obviously Pistons are another team going through rebuild. Uh, Rockets were one of the worst teams last year. They're probably one of the worst teams again this year. Probably not want to go there. Uh, Minnesota uh, doesn't have enough to trade. Is uh, Washington, Utah, Chicago, Dallas, and the Sixers. Um, he wouldn't. Would he uh, go back to Oklahoma? Go back to Golden State, which I don't think he would, because again, Oklahoma is another team that's rebuilding. Uh, Golden State would have to give up a lot to get him back. Um, possibly Milwaukee, Clippers, or Lakers. Uh, maybe Cleveland, Toronto, Pelicans, uh, Nuggets, and Celtics. A lot of people are thinking the Celtics. I don't think so. The Celtics. I mean, I don't know what the Celtics would be able to give up. For him, uh, Jason Tatum's ever the question for Boston. He opted, uh, he outplayed Durant in the uh, four game street, but Jalen Brown ball handling led to some of the uh, turnover problems that doing the Celtics in the playoffs. Uh, that's an issue for Durant. Uh, Boston could pair its league best defensive with offense, uh, suddenly playing a second elite shot maker. Boston might have one all with Durant and uh, Brown's place, but somehow, uh, I doubt Irving has giving uh, all with. Boston particularly uh, growing review in the private uh, private to Durant um, review private to Durant. So I don't see him going to the Celtics. Even if the Celtics would make this swap, um, I don't think Kevin Durant would want to come to Boston. Um, I'm sure Kyrie told him about Boston and not coming here. Um, Pops maybe Atlanta and the Knicks. Then uh, I Pops see him going to uh, Portland. Uh, going to Portland. Remember in the uh, 2007 draft, I think he got drafted in 2007, when it either me him or Greg Oden getting drafted number one overall, and the Blazers ended up drafting uh, Greg Odom over him. And look how that went. Uh, no offense to Greg Odom. I feel bad for the guy how his career went, um, just injury after injury after injury. And look how no Kevin Durant career went. No two-time NBA champion, two-time finals MVP, league MVP. Um, no, the he probably should go to Phoenix. He probably should go to Memphis team with John Moran, or he could go out in Miami team with Jimmy Butler. Uh, that could be a good uh, duo there. But no, it should be really interesting to see what this whole situation happens with this Nets team. Um, but speaking about the uh, his other counterpart, uh, Kyrie Irving, the Lakers had the most significant threat to land Kyrie Irving. Uh, like I said, is uh, he holds a thirty-six point five million player option for this upcoming season, but can decline to become an unrestricted free agent. Uh, he's importantly undersized feature with the Nets ahead of the June 29th player option deadline. However, the Lakers uh, lack the uh, cap flexibility to offer Irving anything close to his player option for next season. The six million taxpayer uh, explanation is likely the best deal the Lakers can bring on the table. A move to the Lakers reuniting him with LeBron James. The duo led to the Cavaliers. Uh, to the first title in 2016. Uh, the Los Angeles Clippers and New York Knicks have uh, been linked to uh, Irving. Um, he averaged 27.4 points, 5.8 assists, 4.4 rebounds, and 1.4 assists over 29 appearances last season. Um, I don't know how I feel about the Lakers. Uh, I, I don't, on, on that list was uh, the Heat and a couple other teams. Um, you know, the main reason why he left, what well, I think it was, I might be wrong, the, there was a report coming out that's that came out and said the main reason why he left, um, the main reason why he left Cleveland was LeBron. He didn't want to be in LeBron's shouting more. He wanted to leave his old team. Got traded to Boston. That didn't work out. Wanted to leave his old team again. Ended up going to um, Brooklyn. Now this is not working out. Do the I mean Duncan Kyrie Irving is a fantastic player, and I wish what happened with the Celtics didn't happen. I wish he was on the Celtics still. I really do. 
you know, he's a great player. I would take him back on the Celtics. I know he would not want to come back to Boston after what all, all the stuff that's happened throughout the past, especially in the playoffs, the things that were chanting to him, um, you know, flicking him off and whatnot, even though we got, even though with the things he said, I, I mean, I, I really wish that didn't happen. I would take him back in a heartbeat, but you no. Know, do the Lakers really want to bring that into the locker room? Do they want to bring that energy into the locker room? Um, you know, they saw it happen in Boston. Saw it happen in Brooklyn. Do they want to take that chance and bring this into um, that locker room, the Lakers locker room? But, you know, if that were to happen, go to L.A., um, obviously the Lakers are going to have to trade Russell Westbrook and a couple of key pieces. But, you know, duo of, uh, the duo of LeBron James and Kyrie Irving was fantastic. You know, throwing Anthony Davis, when Anthony Davis is healthy, is a fantastic player. That, I mean, could be a you know, good big three, even though they tried it with Russ Westbrook this past offseason didn't work. But if I'm the Lakers, I don't take a chance on Kyrie. Um, I know he probably wants to stay with LeBron. I know he probably wants to play in L.A. But I uh, know I wouldn't take the chance on him. No, I wouldn't take the chance on him. He's, he's a cancer to the locker room. He causes problems. He forces his way out of Cleveland, forces his way out of Boston. Now there's a possibility he's forcing his way out of Brooklyn. Do you really want to do that? Because what if, you no know, two or three years down the road, let's say it's this Lakers team... You know, two straight years they're in the playing tournament. Then the third year he's there, they they're they're not a good team, and he's trying to force his way out of L.A. You know, do you really want to deal with that? But uh, like I said, no, I won't. Like I said, that duo of him, LeBron, was fantastic, and I won't be surprised if he ends up being on the Lakers at the uh, end of the season. Um, so uh, Deshaun Watson said it was twenty uh, twenty four lawsuits. Allegations uh, sexual misconduct today announced that all cases against Sean Watson with an uh, explanation of four have been settled. A, th uh, a third, uh, uh, Tony Busby said in a statement, according to ESPN's Jeff uh, Throtter. Uh, we're working through the paperwork related to those statements. Once we have done uh, so, those particular cases will be dismissed. The terms of the amounts settlements are, are confidential. We won't comment further on the uh, settlements in those cases. Uh, one of the cases are still standing in the lawsuit of Ashley Solos, the first uh, plan fit uh, to sue Watson. Ashley uh, Solos is one of the heroes of the story, Busby said. Uh, her case has not settled, and this her story in this, her story in, uh, of that and the, of the other three brave women who will continue, I look forward to trying to uh, of trying to trying these cases and due to uh, the course uh, consistent with the uh, other doc uh, allegations uh, obligations in the uh, court schedule. Watts remains in the subject in the NFL uh, investigation is into his contact. The first lawsuit against a quarterback was filed on March 16, twenty twenty one. Um. Watson didn't play last season after question trade from the Houston uh, Texans. The Browns acquired him from the Texans on March 18th and signed to a fully guaranteed five-year, $230 million uh, contract. Um, no, this is awesome. I, I saw a tweet the other day. I don't know if it's uh, true or not, but... I mean, it probably is true if it does end up happening. You know, the Browns are you know, fearing that he might be spent suspended for a year. Um, and they're still... No, obviously, I'm not trying to move Baker Mayfield, but you know, if they were to move Baker Mayfield before the season starts and uh, Deshaun Watson gets suspended for a year, again, like I said about the whole Brooklyn situation, this is another situation that could blow up in the Browns' face. You know, you knew what was going on with him. You saw these cases that were going on with him. Why would you take a chance on that and bring a guy like that in? Don't get me wrong. I, I Like I said in pre your podcast, now, like Deshaun Watson, I think he's a great football player, but I don't like what he did Obviously, outside of football, it's wrong, completely wrong. You have all the money in the world, dude. Why do something like that? But um, 
No, I, I, I just, I, I don't know why you would sign someone to a fully uh, guaranteed contract. Because let's say, if more women come out in the future, and let's say he can never plays a down of football in his life, so for the next, you know, five years, five or four years, he's gonna be getting paid two hundred thirty million. He, he's gonna get paid. You know, two hundred thirty million. Well, no, not can all two hundred thirty million, but but the, I think it's by the time the contract ends, it's two hundred thirty million, whatever. Um, you know, I just I really don't know why the Browns would no sign to that contract. If I was the Browns, I would I would assign him to at least a maybe one or two year deal. See what the whole situation happens. But um, no, it's good to see that these women, that these cases got no twenty of twenty four. These cases got settled. Hopefully, uh, the four other women can get uh justice. Um. And sad news, uh, Ravens, Jalen uh, Ferguson passed away at age 26. Um, police arrived at Ferguson's home, response to reports of questionable, uh, a questionable death, and say they found Ferguson not breathing or receiving treatment from a medical panel. Uh, personnel, my bad. Ferguson never uh, regained uh, consternation and was pronounced dead on the scene. Uh, Baltimore police spokesman Nikki uh, Finney, uh, Finney said in a statement, uh, there were no uh, indications of trauma or foul play, according to police. Uh, we're, uh, we are profoundly sad by the tragic passing of Jalen Ferguson, the Ravens in a statement. He was kind, respectful, a young man with a smile and an uh, infectious personality. We express our heartfelt condolence to Jalen's family and his friends. We moan a uh, life lost too soon. Um, the Ravens selected uh, Ferguson in the third round of the 2019 draft. He recorded uh, 31 uh, tackles, six sa- uh, 31 tackles, six uh, tackles for a loss, and 2.5. Two point five sacks per across nine starts during his rookie season. Overall, the promising pass rusher tallied six sixty-seven tackles, thirty-seven tackles for a loss, four point five sacks during uh, four point sacks during three seasons with the Ravens. Um, you know, twenty-six years old. Uh, that's sad. Uh, my prayers and McCollins go out to his family. And also, uh, some more NFL news. Uh, Gronk has officially retired from the NFL after 11 seasons. He says, "I want to thank the whole ent- uh, entire. Uh, I want to thank the whole entire first. <coughs> I want to thank the first. Um, here I go again. Uh, I want to thank uh, the whole entire first class uh, Buccaneers organization for an amazing ride, trusting me to come back and play and help build a championship team." Uh, he wrote in an Instagram statement. I I will uh I'm not be going back to my retirement home walking away from football again my I held hell high knowing I gave it everything I had good or bad every time I stepped up on the field the friendships and relationships I have made will last forever and I appreciate every single one of my teammates and coach for giving me everything they want um from retirement back to football winning a championship and now going back to chilling out uh thank you all uh, he missed a, uh he missed the 2019 season after riding uh into the sunset uh after the Patriots beat the uh Rams Super Bowl came back and win, uh, winning another Super Bowl with the uh Bucks. Um, Adam Sheffield said, "Well, not surprising if Tom Brady calls him during the season to come back." Rob answers the call. Um, no, that wasn't Adam Sheffield. Sorry, that's my bad. Drew Rosen, uh, Drew uh, Rosenhall said that this is just my opinion, but I won't be surprised if Rob comes back during the season. Uh, obviously, one of the best uh, tight ends to ever play the game. Obviously, one of the most decorated player first made in NFL history. Um, alongside uh, Brady, who uh, who was his quarterback for each of his uh, 11 seasons, the duo connected for an NFL record 15 touchdowns in the postseason. Um, 
His 92 career touchdowns are only Tony Gates, 116, Tony Gonzalez, 111. Um, no, fantastic uh, tight end when healthy. He was absolute beast. Now, where does he go from here? Where, where does he go from here? Does he go back to Hollywood or does he go back to the WWE? Because we all know he had that little, no, a little short run in WWE, which would be interesting to see where he goes. I think he's gonna go Hollywood, but again, I won't be surprised if he goes back to WWE. Um, no, either Hollywood or you no know, professional wrestling. If I'm on the table, he's gonna take it. I also won't be surprised if he uh, also does, you know, um, becomes an analyst for uh, pre games. But I more see Gronk going. Uh, I see more Gronk going Hollywood. Now here's a name that uh, I always talk about on this podcast. I always mention his name, um, Antonio Brown. Uh, Mike Tomlin uh, rebuffs potential Antonio Brown reunion. That ain't happening. He says, "You know that ain't happening." Tomlin said in the latest episode of The Pivot. In terms of putting a helmet and running out of the tunnel and playing uh, ball and stuff like that, man, you know he's moved on, and we moved on. We can sit around and chop that up. It's realistic conversation, but we know that's not realistic. Uh, Brown recently expressed his desire to finish his career at the Steelers last month. Uh, he later uh, clarified he would just like to retire with the franchise that drafted him in the sixth round 2010. Uh, at one time, though, when he wasn't crazy and doing the stuff he did, he was the best receiver in the league. Um, ranking up a franchise record, 87 recept- 837 receptions for 11,207 yards and 74 touchdowns. While Tomlin uh, disregarded the notion of bringing Brown back, he did express found memories of the wide open uh, tenure of Pittsburgh. Uh, what I said about A.B. is this man. He had nine uh, great years, he said. I appreciate that dude in the ways I can't explain to y'all. I uh, I won't even bother to attempt to explain it all because it sounds like I'm defending him in some way. And to me, from the standpoint, the nature of our relationship and what we all did together requires no defense. Uh, you uh, you could d- d- digest it however you want to digest it. Um, I don't think enough gets said about uh, the will of the dude and the work ethic of that dude, uh, about the uh, f- fearlessness in which he played the game. Um, he turns 34 in July. Uh, he experienced multiple runs with the laws as former trainer said he sexually assaulted her. And another woman said he sexually assaulted her before sending her, uh, imitating Texas in 2019, which Will and I covered, uh, when we first started his podcast, which is crazy. How long this has been going on, how long we've been covering him on this podcast. He was charged with felony burglary in 2020 and was spent eight games for, uh, multiple personal, uh, conduct violations. The Buccaneers cut Brown after, uh, Game against the Jets when he ran uh, ran off the field, he remains a free agent. Uh, no, you know it's kind of crazy, you know how his career has gone. You know, at one time, like I said, he was absolutely you know one of the best um, you know wide receivers in the game. Um, then after that, it completely went downhill, and he just went crazy. You know, he didn't play game, get end up getting traded to you no. Know, Ended up getting traded to the Raiders from the Steelers. Didn't didn't play a game with the Raiders, I don't even think. Um, I don't think he was even on the Raiders. I don't even, don't even know how long he was on the Raiders for. He may, may even played a preseason game, which I really didn't count a preseason game as a real football game. Played one game with the Patriots. Then I don't think he played it for the rest of the season. Uh, goes to uh, Tampa Bay, wins the Super Bowl. Uh, if I remember, I think he did, didn't have any really crazy outbursts with Tampa Bay. I might be wrong. Then uh, had a little outburst this past season, running off the field, taking his helmet, taking his jersey. I think he threw his jersey into the crowd, if I'm not mistaken. 
Um, but, you know, I just, I think it's time for Antonio Brown to, you know, hang it up. You no know, future Hall of Famer, one of the greatest receivers of all time. But uh, I, I think it's time to hang it up and uh, move on from football. Uh, we're going to end this hockey. Uh, actually, I got one more football one, my bad. Um, Saints, Avalon Kamara expected to receive six games, uh, to receive a six-game uh, suspe- uh, suspension. Um so I guess importantly, uh, something happened during uh, Pro Bowl weekend. The alleged incident took place the day before the Pro Bowl, according to Las Vegas uh, police report. The victim told police he was <coughs> waiting for an elevator with a group of people that included Kamara at a nightclub. When the elevator arrived, uh, Kamara allegedly tried to stop the man from entering the elevator, putting his hand on his chest. The man said that he pushed Kamara's hand off his chest and was uh, pushed in return, and then claimed he was punched and kicked by multiple members of the group in the... Uh, in the group in Las Costanish. Um, according to the incident retained by the New Orleans Times, Kramer allegedly punched the man about eight times with three swings coming uh, while the man was on the ground. The victim reportedly suffered a tain fracture during the attack when surveillance video from the inside the nightclub revived the. Uh, ooh, that's not good. Um, police interviewed Kramer inside the uh, Alliance Stadium following the Pro Bowl. He was later booked for battery. Um, as uh, Pro Football Talk pointed out, the NFL's personal contact privacy provides at least six game suspension. Um, so he's he going to get. So this thing might get six or more, and that's a big loss for the Saints because I want to uh, read out the Saints. So, so let's say if he gets, let's say if he gets six games. So the first game to play in the Falcons. I don't know how good the Falcons will be. Then playing the Buccaneers, suck. probably be a tough game. They're playing the Panthers, I don't know how good the Panthers are going to be. They're playing the Vikings, the Vikings, I don't know how good, they, good they're going to be. The Seahawks, Seahawks are going to be terrible this year. Then the Bengals, so 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. That's a big loss. So if you get to spend 16, that's a big loss for the Saints. Um, I could see them beating the Falcons. I probably see them losing to the Bucks. I could see them beating the... Uh, Panthers that's two and one. I could see him losing to the Vikings that's two and two. So I have the I have the well, maybe not. I have the Saints at three and two if he gets spent six games and comebacks against the plays the I think built that game. Then they play the Bengals. So I have him at three and three when he comes back against the uh, Cardinals uh on October twentieth. So I have him at three and three when he uh, when he comes back if he gets spent six games. But um now that's a if that happens, that's a big, big, big loss for the uh for the Saints. Um also the Blackhawks are finally a deal to name Luke Richardson, uh head coach. Um he had a playing career spanning uh 1417 NHL games with the uh Trump Maple Leafs, uh Edmonton Oilers, Flyers, Columbus Blue Jackets, uh Tim Bay Lightning, the Senators. Um Boston Bruins, Detroit Red Wings, Winnipeg Jets were remaining teams without a head coach. Um, not a bad. Uh, no, not bad. Um, I don't think it's a bad hire for the uh, Blackhawks. Uh, has uh, great experience in the NHL. I think he played 21 seasons, if I'm not mistaken. Also, uh, Priest Bergeron is going to uh, re-sign with the Bruins. Expected to ink a one-year deal. Um, you know, he spent his first his entire 18 career at the Bruins, who drafted him 45th overall in 2003. He ranks uh, among the franchise's all-time leaders in goals, assists, and points. He sits third in games played 
as uh, a captain for the uh, he's won the uh, C for captain the last two seasons. Um, helped the Bruins win the Stanley Cup in 2011 and reached the finals both 11 and thir- uh, 13 and uh, 19. Uh, he had a stellar uh, season this past season. Despite his age, he collected 25 goals, 40 assists, over 73 contests. Um, I mean, he, I mean, I know he's still putting decent numbers. He's gonna be 37 in July, still putting up good numbers. No, I thought he was gonna retire after losing to the um, after the Bruins lost in the first round to the Hurricanes when he was on the ice hugging his players and crying. I thought uh, that was pretty much the end of his career, but. No, I don't blame him. Come back for one more season. Don't play one more season. Retire as a Bruin. You know, you're a future Hall of Famer. Uh, you know, you've had a good career. You've won five Selkie trophies. I think that's the most that that's been ever won. You know, Stanley Cup. Like I said, I mean, it's it's a it's a good career, but uh, unfortunately, I think the way the 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 way the Bruins are looking, you no know, firing uh, Bruce Cassidy. Um, no, they miss multiple players. Brad Marchand's going to be out. Uh, Charlie McAvoy's going to be out for you know, the first few months of the season. I think it's way for looking for the Bruins. I think the Bruins are going to be a team that's they're not going to be good. I think it's time for the Bruins to hit the rebuild button. Um, no, they dominate. They've dominated the last. They've been a dominated team the last no 12, 11, 12 seasons, thirteen seasons, something like that. Um, they've been a powerhouse. They've been uh, every year. They've been one of the favorites to win the Stanley Cup. Um, but I think it's time to hit that reset button. Um, no, it, it's just. It's time to hit that damn reset button, boy. And I'm going to end this. I'm reading off some of the NHL awards. Um, full list of winners. Uh, Ashton Matthews won the uh, Hart Trophy. Connor McDavid finished in second. Uh, Igor Sershnov of the uh, Shurskin of the uh, Rangers finished third. That's the MVP. Um, Norris Trophy for the best defenseman, Kale Maker. Uh one uh, Roman uh, Roman Josie finished uh, second from the Predators, and Victor Hedman uh, finished third from the um, Lightning. Uh, not only that, uh, I think you know with uh, Killmaker. If you guys don't watch hockey, if you guys have been listening this far, you're probably not. Um, plays for the Colorado Avalanche, great defenseman, only 23 years old, probably one of the best defensemen in the league for years to come. He also has a chance to win the Cosmite Trophy. You guys know what the Cosmite Trophy is? It's the uh, MVP of the uh, playoffs. Through all the way to the Stanley Cup, if the uh, Avalanche do end up winning the Stanley Cup, they've uh, beaten the Tampa Bay Lightning three games to two. Game six is tomorrow. Uh, I would not be surprised if he wins a Cosmite Trophy. Uh, good young defenseman. He's going to get better as time goes on. Ted Lindsay Award. Um, Austin Massey won that. Uh, Calder uh, Trophy. Uh, Rookie of the Year. Uh, Mort Schneider of the Detroit Red Wings won that. Um, Travis uh, Trevor uh, Sergas of the Anaheim Ducks finished second, and Michael uh, Button of Toronto finished third. Um, Lucas uh, Lucas Raymond uh, Lucas Raymond of the Red Wings also finished fourth. Uh, Vezina Trophy for the best goalie NHL. Iger Shurskin finished uh, uh, one, ended up winning. Uh, Jacob uh, Markstrom uh, the Flames for in second, and Josie uh, uh, Sorios of the Predators finished uh, third. And uh, that is a podcast, guys. Um, thank you for listening. If you guys made it this far, I say this all the time. I appreciate you guys' support. I appreciate you guys always listening to this. It truly means a lot to me. It really does. Um, and I just really hope this continue to work out. I really hope this can continue to work out for me. You know, there's something I've always wanted. You know, I love talking about sports with people. Um, I always want to do a podcast. And I just hope this can continue to work out for me. And this continue to be something that can I can end up doing as you know, time goes on. Um, I re- like I said, I just really hope one day this will take off. And 
I'll be so happy for the people who even listen to this podcast can be here for this ride. But anyways, guys, uh, let's continue. Let's continue to do this podcast. Let's continue to get better at this. I want to prove in this that much I, as much as I can. But I love you guys. I appreciate you guys' support. I honestly really do mean it. Um, anyways, guys, have a great rest of your weekend. A great rest of your day. Great rest of your night. Whenever you guys are gonna end up listening to this, you guys are the best. And uh, you guys will be hearing me next weekend.